Welcome to the Make Some Gains podcast. I'm your host, Summer Venowitz, and this is a space where I'll be cutting through the bullshit and stripping away the filter. My aim is to help you reframe your mind, question the norms, and push you to achieve new levels of success. Through raw conversations, I'll open up about my personal experiences, my ideas, and my struggles. I want to empower you to live up to your full potential. Let's go make some gains. Before I kick off this episode, I wanted to remind you that I am hosting a free masterclass on October 8th at noon Central Standard Time. The class is called How I Took Fitness from a Side Hustle to a Six-Figure Business, and that's exactly what I'm going to dive into is how I went from zero followers on Instagram, posting my first ever photo, talking about how fitness has been my passion for the last five years, the Make Some Gains account I had created to honestly hold myself accountable and encourage or motivate others. And I remember my first ever post on the page and I said, I'm super excited to see where this takes me. And that one post took me into an entire career built around my passion. And I want to teach you how to do the same. So within the class, I'm going to be covering five major mistakes that I've, I made that stalled my success. Talking about social media growth and if it's necessary to create a personal brand. The top two shifts I made to cross the 100k mark, which is a big deal for most of us. And the number one thing that holds most people back from even trying, as well as tangible steps that you can take to start building a personal brand of your own. So whether you're ready to jump into the entrepreneur life right now, if it's even a thought that has crossed your mind, if you're super passionate about all things health, fitness, wellness, please show up, come, sign up. It'll be a great time. Um, it might be an idea sparker for you, or like I said, if it's been on your mind, then I can give you some valuable knowledge. So I just wanted to send that reminder out there. The sign up link is in the show notes and let's get into the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. We're officially on episode 16. We are crossing the line of making this a forever thing. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying, but we are dedicated as fuck to this podcast and I love it here. I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel about the things that I'm even talking about, but each week I just show up and I talk about whatever the fuck is on my heart at that time and this podcast has seriously turned into almost like therapy sessions for me where I just get to talk and I get to relate to you guys and I love the messages that you send me after episodes are released saying oh my gosh I relate to this so much thank you so much for talking about this and being vulnerable like I live for 
this. <laughs> I live for being authentic and being vulnerable and sharing my human experiences. And we are not stopping anytime soon. We are freaking just getting heated up. So I am so excited. I'm really excited to talk about this week's topic. Um, we are officially on the third episode of this business series all about business, entrepreneurship, uh, discipline. So you do not have to be a business owner to listen to this episode. It definitely relates to regular life as well. But I'm a business owner and this topic in particular um, can really throw you through a loop within your own business. So let's get into it. The topic is scatterbrain syndrome and I think I had mentioned this in a previous episode. Um, it, it definitely wasn't the, the overall topic. I just may have um, introduced it. But do you ever feel like your mind is going a million different directions? Like you can never focus on just one thing? Do you get overstimulated very easily? Do you feel like there is never enough time in the day to get everything done? If so, you probably struggle with scatterbrain syndrome. And I made this term up. I don't know if this is a true thing, but it's... <laughs> It is a thing in my world. So some may call it undiagnosed ADHD. I call it being multi-passionate, having lots of different passions, lots of different hobbies, lots of different interests, and having a really full mind all the time. And this can really get in the way and prevent you from building a successful business or even just a stable life in general. If you're always half-assing, you're starting things and then stopping them, you're going in one direction and then all of a sudden the next direction, it leaves you feeling very uneasy, unsettled, and this has been one of, honestly, my largest struggles, um, not only in my business, but in my life. I can tell, like, I could be a stay-at-home mom someday. I could be a badass business owner. Like, if I really wanted to get my shit together <laughs> and, like, do the fucking thing, I could. But there's just always something that's like, oh, or I could move to a remote island and just, like, live off the land. I feel like if I really let myself get unhinged, I would be all over the place. I would be starting a million different things and never getting anywhere. Um, I've done a pretty good job of at least keeping myself on a general path, but like I said, I could go full unhinged on your ass. <laughs> So in last week's episode, we had chatted about masculine versus feminine energy within business and within life, and I believe that this scatterbrain syndrome is a result of living within the chaotic feminine. So you don't have any guidelines or like really strict guidelines or goal markers for your life. And so most days, if you have scatterbrain syndrome, you feel like you are just floating through life. You're like, what the fuck is going on? What am I supposed to be doing? What even is the point of life? Like, what am I, what was I placed here to do? Like, I have so many different things on my brain. I haven't accomplished any of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've half-assed. I've started a lot of things. I've started house projects. I haven't finished them. I started this business venture. I didn't finish it. And it's all it ha- it's all of life. It's not just one department. But it's it's especially true if you are in control of your own time, you own your own business. This is where the syndrome can really ramp up because you have so much ability to just float. Like when you work for yourself and you get maybe enough clients or enough revenue for that month where you feel comfortable it's like what do I need to work for I can just fuck around all day (laughs) so this is something where over the past few years of owning my own business I have picked up on a few strategies that have helped me live and thrive with a scatterbrain so number one is Picking one thing and doing it long enough to actually see results. I remember back in college, I was like, ooh, I want to start a thrifting page where I thrift clothes. And then I tried it for a week and I was like, I haven't gotten any bites. Let's move on to decorations. I could do like a thrifting interior decorating. Tried that for a week. Didn't work. Eventually I made it. I talked about this in the how I became an entrepreneur at age 12 episode but I had moved on to jewelry and that actually took off because I gave it long enough I my grandma had given me a shit ton of jewelry and I almost felt like oh my gosh I can't just like back out on this I have to keep going and I gave it a week a month a few months and it started to actually pick up and take off and you have to lock in and pick one thing and actually stick with it. So me, I swear I could do a million different things. I've thought about being a real estate agent, a hairstylist, a UGC or like content creator, owning my own gym, working at a yoga studio, selling jewelry, literally moving to a remote island. I am not fucking joking. (laughs) And so on. So What I've come to realize is instead of doing 10 different things half-assed, it's a lot more beneficial to truly go all in on one thing and give it enough time to succeed. If you're constantly switching your mind on what you want to do, you'll never truly build a solid foundation. It's like if you plant a plant and you never let the roots grow, they're never going to grow if you keep digging up the plant and replanting it into the ground. Like you have to leave the fucking plant (laughs) and let it grow. So it's the same with these ventures or these hobbies or this new daily morning routine that you want to build. You can't do it one day and expect it to absolutely change your life. You have to give it time. You have to plant the plant and let the roots grow really commit commit for a year commit for five years don't just give it a few days or weeks really really commit to the long term number two is balancing out your days so this is something that recently I have been doing a lot 
And uh, it's something that I just, I recently discovered because I feel like for the longest time, I was just trying to do things in a way that worked for other people, but were clearly not working for me. And so this, this year specifically, like I have really designated to productivity and finding what works for me. So this again is what works for me. It might not work for you, but if you have scatterbrain syndrome, um, there's a high possibility that this would work for you. So I will take the first half of my day and designate it to work, to grinding, to more of the masculine activities. And once I complete all of my tasks, I take the rest of the day for relaxation, for doing whatever the heck I want. And I will use Google Calendar to actually time block out everything that needs to get done, including that white space, that time to frolic, time to really just step away from work and do whatever I want. Like whether that's literally just sitting outside, reading a book, um, going to the gym, going to a yoga class, journaling, whatever the heck it is, or maybe going out with a friend, anything like that then comes in in that half of the day and I look at this like the classic yin and yang so this has been feeling so so good for me and when I fall out of this I get into toxic masculine and toxic feminine uh, energy where I will spend all day 9 a.m to 9 p.m grinding and then the next day I'm like fuck that I am I am frolicking all day long and sometimes it'll last like five days in a row where I'm like I burned myself out and now I just need to frolic and so uh, this system has really been working well for me. Balance out your life. I have taken this summer to really, really buckle down. So not only balancing out your days, but your life in general. So like I said, I've buckled down this summer. I've stayed at home. I've been grinding and I am... I'm ready for a break. So what I've done is I've planned trips for September, October, November, December, January, February, March. And this helps um, to have seasons of life where you focus on certain things. So I just spent a season of my life, about six months, where I was generally more in the masculine and more in the grind and setting systems and structures in place and now I am ready to move into a more feminine part of life where I am just frolicking a little bit more I'm leaning back and I'm not so forceful of everything so there's going to be not only the day-to-day but like I said the life in general and different seasons of life I talk about this with my clients because when you're in health and fitness you it's really 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 hard to make progress if you're winging it. So I have clients that are like hiking up mountains for five days at a time and then going to concerts on the weekends and spending days on days if not weeks away from home and I explain to them 
that's totally fine, but your goals have to reflect that behavior. You can't have super strict physical goals if you're frolicking all day long every day because you just don't have the capability then to be in full control of how you're moving your body, of what you're feeding your body. So really having that balance and having that um, season of life the goals align with it. Number three is listing out tasks for the day, the week, the month, and really just staying organized, creating a system for yourself. So what I'll do is I'll write down every single thing that I can think of that needs to get done. And then I'll categorize those tasks into urgent. So those are the the things that need to happen within this week. And then I have next week what needs to happen, this month what needs to happen, and I'll usually set a hard date. So for example, this month we're going on a trip to Banff National Park. Freaking exciting. I am pumped. But that is going to be at the end of this month. So that is a hard a hard date where it's like, I need to get shit done by then within business to set myself up. I'm actually recording this podcast ahead of time because it's launching during my vacation. So that way I don't have to sit and record this podcast while I'm on vacation. But if I didn't have that deadline, this would not be getting recorded right now. So that really, really helps me. But without a system, you float and nothing feels like it's getting done. Physically checking things off of a to-do list proves to your brain that you are progressing. So I highly recommend actually writing things down, whether that's in your phone notes or actually pen to paper. And uh, Google Calendar is another one that I recommend for everyone. Almost every client that I've recommended it to, they're like, this has changed my life. So actually time blocking out, okay, this is when I'm going to record the podcast. This is when I'm going to edit and upload the podcast. This is when the podcast is launching. So actually having actionable steps. Number four is creating caps on the day. So creating a morning and evening routine that helps to ground you. So for example, yesterday I worked really, really hard all day long. I um, had a lot of shit that I needed to get done, but it felt okay because I took time both in the morning and at night. In the morning, I eased into my day. I took like an hour or two where I ate breakfast, I sat outside, I journaled, I read, and in the evening then I went to a hot yoga class. Side note, that was the best hot yoga class I've ever taken. Best yoga class in general that I've ever taken. Uh, The lady, her name was Katie, had the best energy I have ever experienced. So shout out to Katie at Pressed. And low-key, I wanted to go up to her and like introduce myself and just like be a part of her energy, but she was busy with someone else and I didn't want to bug her. But I will be, if I interact with her again or go to another one of her classes, I will be introducing myself because she was fucking awesome. Anyways, taking time in the morning and at night to lean more into slowing down and recalibrating my nervous system, turning my mind off, helps so much with being productive. So this could mean 
anything for anybody. It doesn't have to be your classic journaling and reading and yoga. I mean, it could be a fucking dance party. Put on some music that really gets you lit up and going for the day and have a dance party. Snuggle with your dog. Um, it could be anything. Go climb a tree. I don't care what it is. <laughs> but do something to slow down in the morning. Maybe not, maybe it's not even slowing down. Maybe that's not what works for you, but really just centering yourself, grounding yourself both in the morning and at night. Number five, lastly, is talking it out with people. So this was one that honestly, I I just recently was like, wow, that felt really good. I should do that more often. But I get so freaking overstimulated and my mind starts to go into crisis mode where it's like burn everything down we need to start over (laughs) like to the point where I'm breaking things off with people I'm uprooting my entire life and creating even more chaos out of something that probably isn't nearly as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be but what I found is having conversations and airing everything out can be so helpful for just calming yourself down and keeping your focus on what's truly important. So I never, ever used to be open or talk about my feelings. I feel like I was a bottle of pop that had been shaken one too many times and my top would just absolutely explode off. I thought that talking about my feelings was a sign of weakness. I mean, I still get, when I talk about being vulnerable and like open, I still get a weird feeling inside of me. Like, is this right? Like, Should I be doing this? Do, am I in danger? Um, but I'd power through and do it anyways, because I think it's important not only for you all to hear, but for me to, to do as well. So I've learned that just having simple conversations with people around you, whether that's family, a boyfriend, friends, coaches, mentors, support groups, therapists, is so fucking refreshing. So I've I've been having a lot of conversations recently just with people around me, one of those people being my mom. And it was funny because she asked me, she's like, how are you doing? I broke down instantly. (laughs) She had talked about feeling the same way when she was my age. I've, I recently, here's a vulnerable moment, but I recently have had just feelings of like, what am I doing? Like, what am I meant to do? What is my purpose? And I have never been one to really compare myself to others, but for some reason, my mind is just attacking me and it's like I'm comparing myself to everybody around me. And she had said, Summer, when I was your age, like my 20s were really fun, but at the same time, it it was when I was like my most insecure. It was when you're really finding yourself. And I never would have thought that she would have said that because she was in a totally different place. Like by this time, she had a five-year-old kid (laughs) and and was a server. So I'm like, what? How are you relating to what I'm going through in business and in life? So it was refreshing to hear her talk about that. I'm also in a mastermind with a group of girls. And today, one of the girls who has an established ass business, like I'm talking six multi six figures, like has a team, has it all together. 
uh, she had talked about comparison. And I was like, again, never would I have thought that that's where you are. So that's the importance of opening up, being vulnerable. Um, the amount of times that my mentor herself has talked me off the ledge is actually ridiculous. Like, shout out Sam. <laughs> but that's the thing, is most likely whatever you're going through is not as bad as you're making it out to be. And having someone there who's either A, been through it, or B, been alongside you and watched you experience it it's so relieving because they're like what the fuck are you talking about like you're fine (laughs) it's fine it's not as big of a deal as you think it is and I'm like oh wow you're right it's not so especially if you're scatterbrained I feel like it gets bad up there it gets bad in your head because you're confused you're frustrated you're hopeless you're constantly beating yourself up for not getting xyz done and talking can be so powerful and relieving and uh, I mean at the end of the day whether you own your own business or not you can struggle with scatterbrain syndrome. It is not fun, but there are ways to handle it. Like I said, I've listed a few <laughs> and and even thrive with it. There are people who have scatterbrain syndrome, who have ADHD, who own businesses and who thrive with them. You just have to find what works for you. And that's the best thing to keep in mind is what works for one person might not work for you. So don't try to squeeze your into a box that you're not meant to fit in. Don't time block if you know you won't stick to it. Don't utilize a chill morning routine if that's not what sets you up for the day. If yoga and meditation doesn't feel good to you, go fucking climb a tree. Like I said, if that gets you more lit up, do it. (laughs) Do it. Don't try to walk along someone else's path just because just because, just because it worked for them, just because you think that that's the way to go, because in the end, it'll lead to misalignment and probably even more frustration. So find what works for you and roll with it. That is a wrap on this episode. Please leave me a rating, a review. If you have binged the episodes, at any point in your life in these past few weeks if you're like oh my gosh that was good I'm gonna listen to another one or you've listened to all of the episodes up until this point please please rate review the show it'll help me it'll help me help others and I appreciate you for showing up especially if this is your 14th or 16th episode or you have binged them like thank you thank you for being here and like I said send me a message if you do find value in these if there's anything that you want me to talk about in the future weeks um give me send me a message I love you and uh we'll chat next week (laughs) 